what's on my heart this evening is to, in a sense, it's, it's taking a look at where we were on Sunday. And so, but it's not in all of that, obviously, because it just basically preaching it again. What we're going to look at is the aspect of faith in building, building God's house. How does, how do we restore the temple that we spoke about um, in, in Ezra, how physically it was restored and how it's God's plan to restore his temple, the body of Christ in the earth. And one of the, the chief components in that, in, in a sense, the, the one of the only components that you've got to, it's the one you've got to start with is faith. You know, scripture tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And anything that's built with anything other than faith can't stand. It's not real. So, you know, faith is the, the martyr. It's, it's the thing that holds all that God builds together. So I want to look at that aspect. What I want to look at is Hebrews 11 and verse 1. Now, obviously... You know, everybody knows the beginning of Hebrews 11 and Paul's address to the Hebrews scattered throughout Asia Minor in the aspect of in this chapter and the following chapter. And in fact, peppered all around chapter 11, there are, he's speaking of faith. And we all know how it begins. That now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And it's worth repeating, even though we know it, that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, I believe words are very important. I don't think there are any accidental words in Scripture. I don't think... He just wrote that. I think it's there. Every single dot, every comma, in a sense, is there for a purpose. And because it, it says all scripture is given to teachers. All scripture, not some, but all scripture. The stuff we like, the stuff we don't like, the stuff we understand, the stuff we don't understand. It's been given to us that we might understand and that we could be equipped and enabled by it. Now, I might get a little bit pedantic on this point because I want to hone in, not just on a sentence, but I want to hone in on one word. He uses the word now, and he uses the word now deliberately. He doesn't use the word so faith, or but faith, or moreover faith, or look here, faith, or even pay attention to this word, faith. He uses this word now, faith. And I believe he uses it deliberately. <clears throat> Just want to have a quick flyover this section of the book of Hebrews. And the reason that, that, that Paul wrote it and why it is applicable to us today. Because, you know, this was written specifically to the Hebrews scattered throughout Asia Minor. So I'm not a Hebrew. I'm not of the Jewish faith. So why should this be? important to me but it is hugely important to each and every one of us see in the in the book of hebrews the, the, this part 
of what Paul is addressing is the Jewish nation's mindset. And it's that mindset that says only the past matters. Only the things that have happened in the past are important. And the thing is with the Jewish nation, the Hebrew nation, they've become so entrenched in this way of thinking, so, so just overwhelmed with this attitude, it had become a stumbling block to them seeing the very thing that the fathers, Paul later writes on, it become a stumbling block for them to receive all that they had said and all that they had done. The faith that had been a now faith for the fathers had become a then faith for the Hebrews of the day. Something that was alive and real to them, to Abraham and Moses, to Jacob, had become a dead thing to them. So dead that they couldn't see the very Messiah that they were waiting for. And I believe in this, there is a deep and profound warning to each one of us to make sure that our faith is a now faith, not a then faith or a but faith or a could faith. So. <clears throat> what Paul writes here is absolutely vital. And again, as I say, it's, I believe it's absolutely vital to us today. But what Paul writes here, he writes of Abraham, he writes of Isaac, and uses this at the before mentioning the name, he says, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Isaac, by faith, Jacob, that by faith, Joseph, and by faith, Moses. He anchors the lives of each and the, each of these great patriarchs in this word faith, saying that all they ever accomplished that had meaning and value to them in this day was anchored in their works of faith. Not the so-called mighty deeds of men, but the humble acts of faith of believers. And so that has great relevance for each one of us today. Because it, we know that God tells us, as I said in the beginning, it's only by faith that we can please Father. It's only the things built by faith that will endure. So, I think we can agree that words are important. And now I think we can agree that just a simple word, now, means much to each one of us. It's now faith. So, was it just about the patriarchs? Was it just about the Isaacs and the Jacobs, the Moseses and the Abrahams? Because no, in Hebrews 11, 36 through 38, <clears throat> Paul mentions still others. He says still others have trial of mocking and scourgings. Yes, and of chains and imprisonments. And they were stoned and sawn in two. They were tempted they were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted and tormented. He includes anyone who was suffered by faith. He includes the everyone else, not just the, the named 
people, the, the Jacobs and the Josephs, the, the Abrahams and the Isaacs. He, he meant, and this he includes the Tom, the Dicks and the Harrys. The, the, you know, the Marys and the Margarets and the, you know, he, he includes everyone to make sure that we know that it's not just, you know, it, it doesn't just matter about the faith of Creflo Dollar. It doesn't just matter about the faith of the big names. Faith matters right here, right there where you are today. It's by faith, your faith. And that faith, I just want to encourage you this evening to make sure that it's a now faith. It's not a faith that's anchored in yesterday. Because, yes, we can be encouraged by yesterday. But real faith is now. It's, the, it's what you're believing for today, not yesterday. Yesterday's gone and tomorrow's not here yet. So it's today, it's the now faith that Paul speaks of in the beginning of Hebrews. And it's the now faith that we must press into. Now, <clears throat> he says that this now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the things and the evidence of things not seen. So even though he's addressing the past, the history of the Israel nation, the nation of Israel and the nation of Judah, the Hebrew nation as a whole. He speaks in great length about its past. But right at the beginning, he gives us a hint that it's not just about the past. It's very much about the now and what's to come. In the words that he uses, it's the substance of things hoped for. You don't hope for something you've already had. You don't hope for something in the past. You hope for something in the future. You hope for something for today. So even though Paul speaks of the past, his attention is fixed in today. For the evidence of things not seen. It, you, you know, everything that's in the past, you've seen. It's it been in the past, you've seen it. You, you know, we've all thought that, you know, the T-shirt, been there, done that. You know, this is addressing, it, it's that which you've not seen yet, that which will cause you to grow in faith even more. So, he speaks of this faith, which is the substance. I love the word that he uses here, substance. He speaks of it as something solid, something tangible, something more real than the chair that I'm sitting on or the, or, the, or the building that I'm sitting in. He speaks in it with a substance you can build something. You know, if a building has no substance, it won't stand. You know, if the ground under the building has no substance, if it's just sand, it will not stand. Your foundation isn't beautiful, it isn't pretty, but it has substance. If, if you're addressed as a person of substance. They're talking about you as a person. You've got something behind you. You've got something under you. you. You're secure as a person. So therefore, our faith needs to have substance. It needs to have something that we can not just hope for vainly, but be able to build upon it for our futures and for the futures of our children and our children's children. 
So again, I just want to encourage you that, that what Paul is, 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 is directing us towards is not just constantly looking backwards. Because if you look at the, 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 all the references that the Hebrews made back then, you must remember that Paul was speaking to his peer group. He was speaking to his teachers. He was speaking to the Pharisee of the Pharisees amongst that group. Even though he addressed himself as that, he also realized that these teachers all around him were, were, were great men of God. They had great understanding. But all their understanding was were of things gone by. Things that had happened. And, you know, and it's, it's really great to think about the things that God has done. And it's, it's right for us to encourage one another in what God has done for us. But the whole purpose of that is that we do more and we see greater things rather than just dwelling in what was. <clears throat> Excuse me a minute. I just. So. Paul writes of the now faith. And it's that now faith that the Holy Spirit calls us to take up today. You know, this land, this nation has never, ever been in more need of faith than it has today. Just speaking with my neighbours today, they expressed about my, my daughter, Ruth, who yesterday, uh, they brought an ambulance to the house for her. She's okay. She's fine. What happened? She's, 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 they did confirm that she's, you know, got all the classic symptoms of the, the virus. And uh, she seemed to get better. And then 10 days later, it came back again. And <clears throat> they kept called an ambulance. And the ambulance took all the readings and took her to the hospital. And the doctor, rather than bringing her into the hospital, came out and saw her in the, the ambulance rather than taking a, a risk. And he said to her, he said, you know, you're okay. You're one of the lucky ones. You've weathered the storm and the best place for you to be today is for you to go home. Yes, you've had it. And yes, you know, you've had it quite bad, but you're OK. So obviously, you know, I'm, thank you a lot. Thank you. And funny thing was, though, I walked in the room when my wife was having the conversation with with Ruth about this, just at the point where she mentioned ambulance and hospital. So you can imagine the look on my face. <laughs> but my wife said, yes, okay, she's, she's fine, she, she's home. <clears throat> and so, you know, I was just talking with my neighbours about these things, and each one of them, people who had never mentioned their faith before, were saying, I'll pray. People who had never, uh, who, who kind of walked on the other side of the street from me when they saw me coming, because he thought, oh, that, that nutter. Augusta Church. Today they were saying, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for your daughter. So it just shows us that the, the, our world, your world, is becoming more and more open to faith. More and more open to hope. More and more open to be lifted up. So I want to encourage you in that. That it's the Holy Spirit is calling us to take up that now faith today and not to live as the Hebrews in stories of a glorious past battle 
or against odds that were overcome in the past, but rather to, to live in the now faith of today in order that those that may come after us, the heroes of the future, can write our stories. That they would write your story. Members of your family in, in a generation to come, if the Lord doesn't return, will look back at this time and write of your exploits. How you stood. How you stood in faith at a time when others fell. And you allowed the next generation to stand on your shoulders. To go further and to see farther. Now, what an inheritance we have an opportunity to pass on. By rather than living in the past of, yes, great exploits and the fathers of our faith have done great exploits. But I believe with all my heart that Father has brought this to this generation because he knows that through us we'll overcome. Through, through our faith, he will move in this land. And most of it, you know, it's not in the, the a lot of it will never see the TV or the radio. It'll be simple acts of kindness. It'll be built by believing. Yeah, now's a good time to make that phone call. By thinking, yeah, now's a good time to write that text. Now's a good time to reach out. That's how these acts of no faith begin. By listening to that still, small voice that draws us, not whips us, not drives us or beats us, but draws us in love to those around us. I'm going to finish here as Paul kind of wraps this up in Hebrews 12 and verse 1 and 2. Speaking of the race of faith, speaking of moving forward in faith, as I believe Father's calling us to. He says, therefore, we also have been surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let's run with endurance the race that God has set before us. You know, it's, it's, it's taking some endurance to get through this. We're living in a time that is truly historic. The world has never seen this before. And in a sense, we're privileged in that. It, it's not nice, but God trusts his church. Father trusts his children. That's an incredible gift he's given us at this time. So I want to encourage you and encourage you and encourage you. That still small voice in your heart, listen to it. And reach out. It says... Let's endure with endurance the race that's set before us. Let's run with endurance the race that's set before us. And here's the key, the absolute key to it all. Looking unto Jesus Christ, the author and perfecter of this faith. See, Jesus didn't go around telling stories of the past. He went writing stories of the now and of the future. He went being the author and perfecter of the faith that we have now. He, he went enabling each one of us to become a, 
priest and a living stone in his temple, in the house of God. And I want to encourage you, I want to encourage your heart to take up that faith. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, I just want to pray as we finish that Father would bring this faith. You know, he speaks of it. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, if you have faith that might be so small in your hand you can barely see it, so don't, be, don't be concerned about that because you can move a mountain with that. You can move what seems to be immovable. And maybe that immovable thing is a, is a friend who's stuck in a situation, in a mindset. Maybe it's someone, maybe it's you that you think, how can I get out of this situation? I want to encourage you again and again. And I know I've used the word encouraged a lot, but it's something we need to be doing. We need to be building ourselves up and encouraging ourselves in the most holy faith. But I want to encourage you to know that God trusts his church. And he's building us as a, as a royal priesthood, as a holy nation, as living stones to build a, a temple that far, out, out, far exceeds the glory of anything that's been seen before. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you that by your unseen but loving hand, Lord, you're moving each heart listening tonight. And that, Lord, it's your intention, Lord, to build, strengthen and encourage each one of us that we might go, Lord, and touch the community that we live in. That we, in, in whatever small way, Lord, you bring to hand to each one of us, we can establish your church in this land. Lord, cause us to have no faith. Cause us to have faith that's relevant today and tomorrow. Cause us to have faith that has substance, Lord, to it. That endures some, a faith, Lord, that could be written on, Lord, so that those of generations to come might point at us and be inspired by the works of your church in this land, in this day, at this time. So, Father, I lift each brother and sister that is hearing today, each, each, each heart, Lord, that is open to receive and to say, come, Holy Spirit, come, and, and, and build up my, help me build up my, my now faith. Help me to fan into flame, Lord, this faith within me. In Jesus' name, amen.